Today on Lockdown Red Wings, we're going to break down the odds on who's going to be the next Red Wings head coach via Bet Online, and also take a look at the defensive free agency cla- class and who could be a Red Wing. I'm leaving it. It's good enough. <laughs> Locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don't even care anymore. That was my fifth try, guys. I, you're you're going to live with it. That was the best one. I, I can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't. When it comes to cold opens, man, not, not, my, not my best stuff. Uh, so yeah, this is Lockdown Red Wings podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. Uh, we are your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Although maybe Scotty should be hosting after that. Um, I'm a producer over at 97 won the ticket. While Scotty is a freelance journalist for the Detroit news and the host Am I of ever. Detroit Tigers. Uh, Scotty was covering lacrosse in the downpour in Metro Detroit today as uh and because I was out in it a little bit too and I had a, a day I, I, I we could take a whole half hour and I could just tell you about the ridiculousness that I just went through but um <laughs> but we uh we are here it was a great game uh got some really great quotes everyone was uh all the coaches and, and players and everybody were super cool and yeah. uh yeah Detroit uh Detroit Country Day going to the uh the state championship on Saturday. So fun yeah, stuff. That's good. Um, here at Lockdown Red Wings today, like I said, in the cold open, maybe I can say it a little bit better now that I'm not like putting the pressure on myself to say it concisely. Um, we're going to be here in the first segment breaking down the odds on who the next head coach is going to be. Bet Online came out with their odds on favorites. Uh, it was a list of what, 10 guys it looked like. Um, uh yeah 10 or 12 somewhere around there yeah somewhere around there and there's some really interesting names on there for good and bad reasons um and then after that we're gonna full do a little bit of a not i wouldn't say a deep dive but take a look at the free agent class for their defensemen and talk about who are the options to fill in what we and scotty believe if you listen to our who stays who goes three holes on defense because we believe jake waldman will stay so we're going to try and fill in those holes for you or give you options as to who to look for. Uh, but first, Scotty, getting right into the bet online odds of who will be the next Detroit Red Wings head coach. Why don't you just, you know, give us yeah, those we can, people? Yeah, the, I mean, there's some interesting names on here. Um, Real interesting. I, I think the, the, I mean, if we just want to talk about some of the ones that's, stand out um i mean for starters right off rip sergey fedorov they have as the highest odds vegas opens up with sergey fedorov having the highest odds to be the detroit red wings next head coach uh at plus 350 which uh, is like pretty solid <laughs> like that's that's alarming not well, alarming because Right, not, not alarming in in the sense that that would be bad because I like obviously I'm pretty sure most of the fan base would would welcome that with open arms and would love that, but it, it's alarming because I don't know where they think that's happening. I I don't look I, again. 
I would love it more than the next guy. I'm, I'm sure everyone would celebrate it. Everybody would, there'd be a huge party. Everyone would love it. I, I don't, I don't know how that's possible. Like how I, he should be on this list because he's been linked to us for, you know, ever since Steve took over, but the high, the best odds out of, out of any coach on the planet, the, the best it is plus three fifty Isn't like, Oh, well, he's the best odds, but he's a long shot. Plus three fifties. Like, Kind of decent odds. Like that's not that's not. I don't know, man. That's just wild to me. It, wild it really to me that he opens at the top. It it it's wild to me too. And it, it Betonline wasn't alone in this. You, you were saying beforehand. You looked around um, that he's a favorite in a lot of different sports books. And I'm with you. I don't really understand it either. Again, I would love him. I think he's a great head coach over in KHL. But that's just that he just re-upped his contract with his KHL club, and. I feel as long as his name isn't hanging in the rafters in LCA, he's not going to want to come back because there's still bad blood. There's still bad blood. And which is he ridiculous just that there is. A contract. Like, what are we talking about, best odds? It's um, crazy to me. Absolutely. Who, who else is on that list, though? Um, well, Barry Trotz is plus 600 for what that's worth. He is the fourth highest odds. Who's um, our favorite here. Yeah, and then Bruce Cassidy is the third highest odds at plus four fifty, which I, like I find ha- fascinating because that's I mean six hundred to four fifty that's a pretty significant you know difference. That's not that's not a not no no slouch. That's a pretty uh, substantial difference there. So even though it's only you know the third versus the fourth best odds, that's a hundred and fifty point difference. Whereas Fedorov and Cassidy. One versus three is yeah. totally in a hundred point difference. So. I feel like those two guys should be one and two. You know, Barry Trotz one, and well, I mean, if you're trying to guess who the favorite to be the Red Wings' next head coach would be, there's a conversation to be had there between Cassidy and yeah, Trotz. Maybe. But because I, 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 I think agree. Trotz would be high on everyone's list for people with that vacancies. But I mean, Trotz is our favorite guy, and we would think that across the board, most teams would want him to be the next head coach. So across the board, you would think it'd be Trotz and Cassidy. Um, is number one and two, but I noticed you skipped over number two. Correct. Yeah. Pete DeBoer is number two. No, thank you. Pass. Yeah. That's, that's wild to me. I don't, this team isn't in a position where they need one good year yet. Cause that's what Pete DeBoer is. <laughs> you bring him in and he coaches your team really well for one year. And then the message wears thin instantly. Correct. And that's why he got canned by the sharks and why he's gotten canned by Vegas. Now after being there in those two teams, not that long. But finding relative success, well, as in far one, as one of those years, <laughs> it, right? Well, obviously, the most the recent year, year for Vegas was a catastrophe. The second yeah, half for Vegas like, this year was was an all time blow up for sure. But mostly general management, though. If I'm being honest, no, for sure, I I, I agree. But still, I mean, the, you you had a. It's the first time that that team has ever missed the postseason. Obviously, um, it, it's just interesting. Again, and and I I look at I think the point totals the the odds themselves are the more interesting thing to look at than like where they rank because again like i said the difference between one and three fedorov and cassidy is only a hundred point difference in these odds 350 versus 450 and then three to four is an 150 point drop off where we see trots and then tied with trots is groenberg and then after that we get to the plus at thousands which are, you know, that's 400 point differences after that. So the top five are all at worst plus 600 and all within 250 points of each other. And then after 
Trotz and Gronberg, then then you get into the plus a thousands right away, and it and it the odds just drop off a table. Well, I think uh, I actually like the Gronberg one. Uh, he, he said he was tied with Trotz and and odds. Yeah. So so Gronberg's an interesting one. His uh, track record is very good. He coaches a lot at the world stage, not a whole lot elsewhere except until recently where he's coached uh, the ZS, ZSC Lions out of the Swiss League. He's the head coach there, but he's coached Sweden. Uh, he's been the assistant coach for the World Championships and the head coach for U20 and U18, head coach of the World Cup, all in recent years, going all the way back to like 2009, 2010. He's, he's worked with these teams in some regard. And Team Sweden, as we all know, is consistently in these world tournaments, one of the best teams. So to see that is really interesting. I know he worked as an assistant coach. If you go, if you want to go all the way back to the 90s, he was an assistant coach at the University of Wisconsin Stout. Uh, so he worked, he has been in America as a coach before, before going overseas back to his home country of Sweden to become coach, originally a scout of Sweden, and then eventually assistant coach and head coach of those team Sweden's in all the world championships, uh, world juniors. So he is a really interesting pick to make an NHL debut, definitely an out of the outside the box pick, but I mean, it's similar to who else is on that list. Roger Roenberg. Um, I, I like the Roenberg one and like he, so he has the second lowest odds on the entire list, uh, at plus 1400. Um, and then the last person on the list we'll get to in, in a sec is his, his odds are well his uh, to be fair like it's ridiculous that he's even on here but to be fair his odds are more than double the second worst odds like yeah. second to last like he's like he, there's <laughs> you 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 put a dollar on that you win like over three hundred dollars like like crazy crazy odds um, but I do like the Roenberg one yeah the Roenberg one's really good too because he so since 2013 he has been the head coach of Furulunda. Uh, which many of you know, lots of Red, Red Wings players fans have played. Lunda. Hell yeah. Uh, Moritz Sider played for Lunda last year during COVID. Simon Edmondson and William Wallander played for, for Lunda this past season. So a ton of Swedes. It is have the Swedish, I mean, powerhouse. Like it is. It is, it is the premier team in, in, in that league. Yeah. And so if you can get the head coach who's responsible for grooming these players, that sounds dope to me. Talents, it sounds like a, a, a recipe for success. My only. The only thing I would say to maybe temper that expectation is uh, we thought the same thing with Blaschel. I mean, Blaschel sure. was the Grand Rapids Griffins coach. He led them to a 2013. Also, the uh, ice Calder is different, right? I mean, ice you, is when different. you talk to the league, like you're talking about a way faster game, way more narrow game here than you are overseas. Um, I, I definitely think it's interesting. I would just be careful because not, it doesn't always translate to the NHL. And that, no, that comes and, with and every, everything. For sure. And, and I don't think anybody's going to have – him at, at, you know, number one on their list. I like, like it. Though. I, I don't, uh, but for right. I, I certainly like it better than several names on this list. You know, he, he might be uh, in the back part, you know, around like my three to five range for, for who I'd like. And that's, you know, out of 12, I think people listed on this sheet. I, I certainly like him that more than, you know, a, a lot of dudes on here, but um, I, I don't want me being excited and talk about how I think it's a cool pick to, come across as oh yeah i want this guy over literally everyone else like no not you know not quite but it is it's it's it is definitely a a pick that makes you think man it's definitely a uh uh an interesting one i i really like it in, in terms of um 
terms of how unique it is. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And there's a couple, we, we got to talk about a couple more names on that list, especially yeah. that last one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I might call an audible here after this break. But first, I got to talk to you guys today about Athletic Greens. Uh, our next product is a, our next partner has a product you need to use literally every day. What is Athletic Greens? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole, whole food-sourced superfoods. One of these days, I'll get that on the first take. Probiotics mm. and aptogens. Don't believe me? No. Wow. Nice to have your support. <laughs> to help you start your day right, the special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and, and aging, all of those things. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Bullet point was kind of messed up there. You're invested. <laughs> it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes such as Tarek Skubal who is just absolutely dynamite. Every single start he makes, he gets better. I swear to God. Shout out to Alex Fayetto too. But Tarek Skubal is the one who uses Athletic Greens. Uh, Right now, (laughs) it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Segment two, Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Uh, I, I'm going to call an audible here, Scotty, because I, I feel like with how much we have left to say on the betting odds for the next Red Wings head coach, um, we should probably make the free agency thing for defense into a two-parter um, because there's a lot of names I wanted to get to. And I thought when we had two segments, we would have time for it. But we can still get to some of it today, but maybe just for the sake of having a full fleshed-out conversation, branch it out into multiple episodes. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. All right, well, let's continue with this conversation on coaching. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a couple more names on there that are that are super interesting. I mean, we can we can just take out the the big one if you want. We could just we could just go right out and attack it if you'd like. Let's just let's tackle it. Okay, so Patrick Waugh's on here. He's the worst. He's got the worst odds, <laughs> but he is on there. He's on this list. Why? And like, look, like I said before the break, the second worst odds on this list are are um is Roger. Right, Roanberg, the, the guy we talked about before the break for Linda head coach at plus fourteen hundred. Patrick Waugh has plus thirty three hundred. So and, and those are right next to each other in these in these quote unquote rankings uh, of of likelihood. Uh so it's not like they think that he has a really legit shot, but just the fact that he's even on here, I find insulting. It really is because it almost feels as if they put him on the list because they're trying to get a reaction out of us and mission yeah. accomplished by the way, Correct. because it I'm definitely pissed. did. You did a good job. I'm upset because we, we talked yesterday about how I, for me, like the Colorado avalanche is dead. What I meant by that is I don't care f- about the current iteration. If you're trying to tell me Steve Eiserman is going to hire one of the people 
from the most hated rivalry from the other team to be the head coach, you're completely ridiculous. Don't, you're telling me goalie. Don't like do you know how many instances, how many fights we had involving the well, goalie for that team? What are Wall, we talking about? Patrick Wall's behind the bench is insane. Like he he's got he's got a, he's very short tempered. Trying notion. to get into other fights with other head coaches, you know. And you're telling me that he had better odds than John Tortorella. Like and Tortorella is not, not even on here. I know that's the crazy thing. I'm not advocating for Tortorella, but you have guys no, who have. I, I, had, I'm very okay without torts. I, yeah, I will. I'll but, advocate against that. But at plus thirty three hundred, we're gonna pretend like torts doesn't have better than plus thirty three hundred. He absolutely exactly. has better because than plus thirty three hundred odds. However long ago it was, or you know, he did have some moderate success with the Blue Jackets for a few years. You're telling me he has Don't worse care. odds than Patrick Waugh? Don't believe it. Correct. Because Patrick Waugh had one good season with the Colorado Avalanche where he won the Jack Adams, and that was because of the Avalanche, not because of him. Because the very next year, he got exposed as how horrible of a head coach he is. He hasn't been a head coach in the National Plus Hockey League 3, since then. 300. Absolutely asinine. I think that's generous. I think plus 3,300 is generous. I think that should be a bet where if you place a dollar, you win five grand. Like, (laughs) it should not even be a a relative question. It's it's blasphemy. Yeah. It it is insulting. It's insulting. You might as well put odds of me being the head coach on there because that's probably better odds. Yeah, but at least people would be like, oh, yeah, that'd be, like, kind of cute. Like, this is insulting. Cute. Yeah, it'd be cute if you were the head coach. I think it'd be cute. This is straight (laughs) up insulting. This is this is (laughs) Patrick Waugh now gets to go around and be like, huh, you see this? This is hilarious. Piss off. (laughs) No. It's insulting and I don't like it. So so in lockdown, the lockdown Twitter account tagged us in the tweet. The first when I the first thing my eyes went to was, was of course Sergey Fedorov at the top, and then immediately went down the list and saw Patrick Wall at the bottom. And the first thing I t- typed in the tweet in response was, first of all, get Patrick Wall's name off this list." Right. And I was like, "Seriously though, Fedorov's probably not coming." Um, there are a couple other guys on that list though that I did like. I liked Lalonde and I liked Velucci. Those are a couple. Those are the assistant coaches of Pittsburgh yeah, Vellucci, and Tampa that I've been talking about. Velucci plus eleven hundred. Right there, kind of in the uh, back part of the middle of the pack, right past the the halfway mark there, um, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. There's, I mean, there's some names on here, man. Like, uh, I mean, like Travis Green. I don't know if we, I don't remember if we talked about him. Like, but yeah, I mean, Volucci is is certainly a name too. I mean, there's 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 some there's some dudes on here, and uh, everybody past a thousand pretty much has. Like, there's a lot that have plus a thousand, plus eleven hundred. Uh, then you get to Roanburg at plus fourteen hundred, and then you get to the ridiculousness that is Patrick Waugh somehow on this list. But um, yeah, I, I think just to summarize the whole thing, like you said, Patrick Waugh shouldn't even be on here. I wish we could crop the last name out of this. Uh, it genuinely makes me upset that he is on here. Like as you can tell, like seriously, it makes me mad. Um, and I think I, I think it makes a lot more sense for. Cassidy slash trots to be best odds. Yeah. I, agree. I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree with Fedorov being the like front runner as it stands on June 9th. I, I think that's, I disagree with that. I think that that is not true. Yeah, no, I com- I completely agree. Uh, there are some really good names on there guys we've talked about, but there are a couple of them that are just like, that's really, really interesting. I, I, you know, what's weird too is, 
And we got to wrap this up and get into the free agency thing, and we will do that very shortly. But the last thing I'll say is it's weird to see Fedorov's name on there because obviously he's a fan favorite, which is part of maybe part of the reason why he's on there to begin with. Um, but not see Larianov's name on there, which is another player, former player, uh, now turned head coach no, in the sure. KHL. And that was kind of talked about. I mean, yeah, what, yeah. Well, that's crazy too. Is he so the reasoning him not being on there is because he just signed a contract in the KHL? Well, so did Fedorov. So it doesn't Guess make sense. That... I got news for you. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, I let's do a let's do the final ad read before getting into start starting to get into what defensemen we we would want to look at in free agency. Um, today's episode is brought to you by. Built Bar. Don't you love a chewy, chocolatey brownie? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. What if I told you that you can have all that chewy, chocolatey deliciousness, deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Forget about dessert. These are better than dessert. Plus, the macros are unreal. 130 calories. Don't stop looking at me. 17 grams of protein and four grams of sugar. This doesn't help. I can still see you. You just can't see me. The best part, caramel brownie bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, with Built, you don't have to sacrifice <laughs> tasty for healthy. You can have both. And all of Built, you know what? I actually have a solution to this. And all of <laughs> bars are made with collagen. Protein, I just kicked him out of the chat, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. There are a million reasons that you should try Built Bars, but for now, let's just say that Caramel Brownie will rock your world. That's not an understatement. With Built, Tasty is the new healthy. Go to Built.com to get your box of Caramel Brownie Bars now. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> this is segment three locked on red wings podcast i just kept looking over at you and you kept going like with that like <laughs> yeah, covering man, up I mean, that what, what, what was that i was trying something new with my cadence you know trying to be a little bit it sounded more... like I, I was being read a bedtime story in kindergarten what are we talking about <laughs> so you didn't like it i take it well i kind of liked it oh hmm <laughs> don't know how to take that uh <laughs> anyways we we're we're, we're we're goofballs today <laughs> goofballs mad goof energy um hard reset looking at the free agency pool for this offseason we were in agreement on the who stays who goes that jake wallman of all the free agents to come would probably be the only one to get Resigned. We think Oli Ulevi, despite being an RFA, probably lets walk. Um, Danny DeKaiser and Mark Stahl probably will let walk. Although Mark Stahl, I personally would love to see come back because I, I, I personally have a bias towards it. But I understand that with how bad the defensive core is, you can't reasonably do that. So there are potentially three positions you can fill via free agency. Um, maybe four because Steven Comfer is on a NHL contract for this next season, but I don't see him being on the NHL roster that he hasn't played in the NHL in like two years. He's been in the KHL. I just don't see him being on the NHL roster come, you know, the actual start of the season. So getting into the free agency, I think it is appropriate. 
however small of a chance it is that these players come to Detroit, I think it is still appropriate to talk about the big names in the free agency pool, the big UFAs. I won't even say talk about the RFAs yeah. because I don't think it, it would, it bodes well for Detroit to, you know, try that route because you just strap, you end up with, you know, Ken Miami for $6 million. Uh, you don't want that. Um, the first name on this list, the defenseman who scored the most points last season that is a free agent now or will be a free agent come July is Chris Letang of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, right-handed shot, 35 years old, made $7.25 million this last year. On the final year of his contract, had 68 points in 78 games, 10 goals, 58 assists. Chris Letang is a phenomenal defenseman who seems to be ageless, but he is 35. Despite him seeming to be ageless, you're, you're really teetering with danger um, with him on when that production is going to wear off. And if you're trying to make defense better, how much you're going to have to pay for a guy, you're probably going to only sign for a short-term deal. Right, or have to do the proverbial sign him to longer than you want so that you can lock him up for the early years. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to pay players and, and, and give players years that everyone kind of understands that they're not deserving is not the right word, but that, that they will not play at that level throughout the entirety of uh, because that is what is required to lock them up for the few years they have left that are productive. Um, a la Miguel Cabrera, uh, <laughs> a, la, a lot of people. But see, you um, do that when the player is young and still in their prime, not at 35. Correct. Correct. And um, it's so that, that is something that, that, I don't know. I I don't think he's going to demand. Like, I don't think the market's there for him to demand like a, you know, five, whatever year deal. Like I, I, I don't wouldn't, think, yeah. yeah, no, I, I don't think that's in the realm of possibility, but um, there might be a universe where you got to give him, you know, three in order to lock him up or something like that. Um, well, the dollar it, amount matters too. For sure. Absolutely. And he's not going to get a raise from 7.25. He'll probably take a pay cut no, just because yeah, of his age. Not. But you're still looking probably down the barrel of at least $5 million. It, by my estimation, this is just me going off the top of my head. And he was still really good last year. You know, last year he had expected goals for percentage of 5.37. He was a negative 0.2 relative to his teammates, but that was a good Penguins team. So yep. his teammates were all really good. So it's a Penguins team that put up like 10 goals on our head. Yeah. And that's at five on five. <laughs> that's not even counting like power player special teams or anything. Right. Yeah, of course. So you'd be paying for him to be good now but at what cost like why if if you're looking for a veteran leader that can still produce well on the ice i guess but like you have mark stall who's 35 who you're going to be paying way cheaper like you don't need why would you let mark stall go to sign crystal tang to a longer contract for a team that's not ready to win now i mean i guess he does instantly make your defense better but at his age that's why I, I mean i'm bringing up his name just because he's the biggest name on the on the for sure, yeah, for defense I, I but i just don't um, see it realistic for sure. I I don't think the fit's there for either party. I think we talked about I don't remember who we were even talking about. We talked about that yesterday. I don't even I don't I don't think the, the fit is really there for him. Uh and I and I don't think that the fit's really there for the Red Wings. I, I think you're looking at you either want someone in their prime that you can carry through their prime and be like a, a cornerstone, you know, building block for for the future that you can lock up long term to pair with Mo or you know, put on the second line or whatever. Um 
or you are looking for young try to find lightning in a bottle see if there's unpacked untapped potential in a, in a younger player uh, i'm not really sure the wings are in the market for uh multi-year deals i should say of veterans in their mid-30s i, I could totally see a couple of band-aid one-year deals for for guys yeah. that, that are you know 34 35 see another mark stall type of deal um this will probably be Crystal Tang's like last contract. So he's probably going to with last, his production last multi-year contract for sure. Yeah. yeah. With his production, he can still demand a multi-year contract. So right. someone's going to give it to him. And I just don't think it makes sense for Detroit to do Agreed. it. Agreed. Agreed. Um, did you have anyone that stuck out to you? Uh, I mean, like if we're just going on names again, like we can talk about Subban. Yeah. PK Subban is younger than Crystal Tang by just a couple of years. He is 33 shoots right again. And you know, which is also great. Uh, alternate captain for the New Jersey Devils this past year. He's bounced around a little bit these past few years, making $9 million a year up until this point. Not going to get that. His production has significantly Certainly dropped not. off. I think he only had like 20-some points in 70 games played. Yeah. His He's an offensive defenseman who just doesn't score as much as he used to anymore. Uh, I, he's just another guy. I don't really see the fit. I don't really see the fit with the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, I, I'm not either. in love with this free agency pool for defense, to be honest. No, I, I mean honestly, I'm not either, and that's why I, I was a I was a big advocate for um, the Red Wings going out and give, getting somebody uh, a bigger name on the defensive side last year because to a multi year deal because I I you know we looked ahead last off season. Nolan and I looked ahead and saw this you know that this year's defensive pool wasn't really that strong, and we needed some more help defensively. But but here we are, and. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, when it comes to Subban specifically, I, I, yeah, I don't really see the fit either. I think it's just important to go over the big names because those are the names that people ask about. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, I can't say I really see the, the fit for, uh, on the decline offensive defenseman on this team. I think if anything, we're, we're trying to find as many defensive defensemen as we possibly can. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. And, and to PK Subban's credit, he played on a bad New Jersey Devils team. And he was an expected goals for percentage of 51.03 in that span. He and still so, has plenty left in the tank as yeah. far as, you know, it's just not the, you know, prime Subban was a problem. Like he yeah. was a, he was a menace. So it's just not, you know, that, that peak peak, uh, you know, point production that, that we're used to, but he still certainly can, can give a, a contending team solid, you know, whatever second line minutes, even if it's a low end team, maybe first line minutes. Okay. Type of thing. So let me play devil's advocate, though. Okay. Let's say, how could we convince ourselves that he could be a fit with the Detroit Red Wings? Don't feel like he could be. Like I'm, we're both saying just pass. You bring in but somebody else too. Devil's advocate. He's coming off a huge contract, but his production level has dropped. So you could probably get him on a multi-year contract at much cheaper. I don't know what. I honestly don't know what the market would be demanding. Cheaper than nine, back. yeah. Yeah, I still don't well, think he'll be. He, he's, he's not, not going to. He's not going to be getting seven. He's not going to be getting six. I would be hard pressed to see him getting five, to be honest. Um, but at thirty three, you can get him on a multi year yeah. contract and have him play. You could he could take over Mark Stahl's role as that veteran presence, and because he does bring a much needed edge to his game that the Red Wings seem to lack with all uh, but Giovanni Smith. You could there's value in that as well. I mean, he is still a menace on the ice from the standpoint that he is a very gritty player. While his production has stood uh, stood out, 
he did defensively relatively to his teammates was a positive asset on a bad devil's team to be noted, but overall his expected goals for percentage was a positive as well. Again, on a bad devil's team. I'm not against it. If the money's there, if the money's right, I should say, but I I mean, I'm not given, I'm not given PK Subban seven, seven milli vanilli. Like again, that's not happening. The only way I could see it happening is if you get him cheap enough and on like a three or four year deal, which I doubt he would accept at his age because he's looking for a longer, like one more long, 33 years old. You're looking for something to take care right. of you for a while. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause you can't survive off one year deals or you'll fall out of the league entirely. So he, he's just a really good one from, from a conversational aspect, devil's advocate. Like if he could pl- be that veteran leader, to I'll, help I'll say this. The young if guys, we, I right. Could, if we I'd bring in uh, another person, that's maybe more defensive. Like if he's one of two def- defensive uh, players that we can bring in that are going to get like top six or top four minutes on the defensive side of the puck, I'm okay with that. If again, uh, all assuming the money right, the money is right on top of that factor as well. Yeah. Uh, then, but I, I feel like that's me jumping through a lot of mental gymnastics in order to to justify this. One, of course, out of everyone that we've we've spoken about. He's probably confirmed off the ice the nicest person. He yeah, does oh so yeah. much charity work and he donations. He still he still works with the Children's Hospital in, in Hospital in Montreal, which you know after they they did him dirty and traded him to the Predators, which he had a good a good run with the Preds too. That um, team, man, what was that 2016, 2017? So that that Cup team was oh yeah. So like he also would bring like this doesn't really matter too much to the like team's on ice success, but. He is genuinely a good person. So it's like I, I could get on board with it because you know you're not getting on the ice. He's a menace and he can do some really dirty things. On the ice, he's a completely different person. But off the ice, he's such a charismatic person. He does a, a lot for the yeah. community. So, but those are the two guys that they're, they're John Klingberg, I want to talk about too, but we just don't have enough time today. I, I was heavy on John Klingberg earlier in the season and my, my tunes kind of changed. So maybe that's something we get to on Monday's episode because tomorrow, Scotty. I have a special guest on, and I say I because you will not be here. <laughs> Why are you saying that like you're happy about it? You're like no, rubbing that in. You're like, no, I, ah, was, you won't be here. It was it was meant to be. It was meant to be like hurt. Like you won't be here because you have something better to do. Oh well, I've, I, I I'll be I'll be working. Yeah, he'll be he'll be working. So uh, tomorrow, I mean, I'll just announce it. Uh, I'm gonna have Jake Rivard on from Winging in Motown. He spoke with us earlier in the season about his three routes he wants to see the Red Wings take, uh, given how the, where the team was at, or the three routes they could take. And uh, he's going to come on and do a little bit of a retrospective with me, look back on that article and talk about what route he thinks now that the season is over, the Red Wings are going to take. And it'll serve a little bit as an overall free agency primer. We, we've already dived a little bit into it this week, but uh, Jake's a really smart mind. I want to pick his brain about what he thinks the Red Wings are going to do free agency wise this offseason. And I remember John Klingberg, for example, is one of the guys that he mentioned the uh, Red Wings could bring in if they decided to go buy mode this offseason. So it's going to be a really good conversation. He and I will be back with you guys tomorrow. Scotty will be back with us on Monday. Same time, same play. Well, any final thoughts? I don't want to. We ball, baby. We ball. Same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. Every day.